This is Forum. I'm John Michaels, Public Affairs Radio Director since 1977. And it's the longest-running radio show in Sioux Falls radio history anyway. It's continuous anyway with the same person anyway. going to be talking about the Bishop Dudley, uh, well, the Hospitality House, they call it, uh, with Jenny Palmer, who is the Development and Marketing uh, Manager. And Jenny, I guess first of all, you're kind of young, but uh, Bishop Dudley, I remember him. He was a pretty prominent person in the Sioux Falls community uh, in the past. Yes, you are very correct. Um, Bishop Dudley was a Catholic bishop, um, came on in the late 70s up until the early 90s. And, you know, kind of the legacy his he left was just one of being very open, um, open doors, open arms. We've kind of carried that on, but he would go to that Good Shepherd Center downtown and he would just go down the line and give everybody a handshake and a hug if they wanted. So he was very open to letting everybody in and we are very proud to carry on his legacy. Well, looking at your, your website, Safety, Wellness, Dignity for People Experiencing Homelessness, uh, homelessness is a certainly uh, a rising problem uh, that we have some uh, needs to address in Sioux Falls. Uh, you uh, service uh, 33,300 lunches, served uh, 1,720 unique individuals, 38 families, 19,000 showers provided, uh, 40, you know, 45 women, 110 men. Uh, 4,000 loads of laundry. That's a lot of soap. But uh, the thing that we kind of forget that we were talking about uh, in, 19, in 2022, 112 children. And children don't get to pick who their family is. That's not their fault. They didn't do anything. And uh, homelessness is, uh, uh, I, I remember when we first had, I think, uh, a development magazine say Sioux Falls is one of the best places to live and work, and we put a sign outside that says Sioux Falls is number one on the highway. There was people coming here in their car and had just enough gas to get to Sioux Falls, and that's all they had. And that is, uh, I hate uh, to say, being repeated pretty much now, but uh, and I, I discussed this with the Salvation Army and, and uh the uh, Union Gospel Mission every year, too. There's always somebody that freezes to death in the wintertime. We have cold winters, a lot of snow. I think last winter there was two. Uh, they had burrowed a uh, cave kind of in the snow a little bit, but uh, a lot of them are alcoholic, and they drink, and they don't even know it. They fall asleep, and they never wake up. So I, I guess, Jenny, uh, why are you working for, for, for the uh, Bishop Dudley uh, Hospitality House? Well, yeah, kind of, you know, going back to that, we are the shelter in town that will take anyone, even if they are dealing with those severe mental health and addiction issues, um, we still believe we should recognize them in, recognize that dignity, and they still deserve a place to come in, um, kind of as you mentioned, get that shower, do a load of laundry, get themselves feeling good again, and kind of take care of those first things that they need, that once we have those covered for them, they're able to focus on moving their lives forward. Um, so, you know, that's kind of what we were originally meant as was that emergency temporary shelter to um, lessen the chance of that happening. And, you know, kind of since our opening in 2015, we have really expanded our mission beyond just being that temporary emergency shelter to providing that informed case management to move these individuals and give them all the resources they need so that they can make those changes. Um, and we've kind of shifted our mission a little beyond just providing shelter to also transitioning individuals out of this chronic homelessness and into their own stable housing. 
A lot of people remember Madeline Shield. She's the executive director. She's on vacation this week. I hope she's taking a vacation because I know how hard she works. Um, she, a lot of people remember her from, of course, Kennel Land TV uh, and all the things she does. And, and this is kind of her, her uh, she's been now, I think, with them since almost the beginning, hasn't she? Yeah, so um, Bishop Dudley Hospitality House opened in 2015, um, and Madeline Shields came on with us in 2019. Um, so she had the fortune of coming on right before COVID started and handling all that, which is a whole nother beast when it's at a homeless shelter. So she came from the banquet where she worked for 15 years after Kello. So How did you get through the COVID? Um, so that was before my time, um, but basically we refused to shut down. We just kind of implemented some policies of masking people and doing everything we can, providing those sinks and hand washing stations and kind of giving them every tools we need along with tests. Um, but, you know, we really didn't have the option at, to close down because we are the only place for a lot of these individuals to go. Um, so we just had to take all the precautions we could um, and... It was a scary um, time, but you know, having that many people in one building, there's a lot of a lot of chance for COVID to spread. But we did everything we could, and we kept our doors open, um, and we saved lots of lives by staying open. I don't know the exact percentage, but it's a very high percentage of people that live paycheck to paycheck. If the government shut down, some people wouldn't get a paycheck maybe for months. Uh, you know, people aren't that far away from being homeless themselves. Uh, we think of homeless, oh, that's people that uh, just live off, you know, or are, just don't want to work or uh, by choice. Um, you know, there's a thousand, I think, you know, they actually do a count, uh, the, roughly a thousand homeless in South Dakota. A lot of people don't realize that a, a third of those are, are veterans and PTSD. Uh, they feel nobody cares. Um, it's hard to go home uh, after what they've seen. Many, many reasons uh, in that sense, but uh, you got a roof over your head. Uh, when I remember psychology in college, psychology 101, the very first building block of your, your sense of, of being is shelter. And even um, the self-esteem of being able to take a, a shower and, and wash your clothes, um, that keeps a lot of people from, from almost you know, going beyond hitting bottom. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you kind of hear it often said, why don't you just go get a job or why don't you take these three simple steps to improve your lives? And it's hard to think about getting a job if you don't know where you're going to sleep that night. So that's kind of where the Bishop Dudley is there for them. You know, let's not focus on your housing right now. Let's get everything done. Let's get your identification. Let's get you working. Let's deal with any mental health issues you may have um, and focus on those, fixing those problems first before moving them into stable housing. The part of the city, you know, where the banquet, uh, Union Gospel, Salvation Army, um, the Bishop Dudley House is kind of all in the same area. It's not uncommon to go through there in the summertime, spring or fall, and see, you know, in the morning, people sleeping on the lawn of somebody's house. Um, you know, they can shoo them out of the park or whichever, that type of thing. But we're going to see more of this, not less. Uh, the rent uh, is going up so fast in Sioux Falls. Uh, I don't see City Hall really trying to do anything about that. It's going to keep going up. 
Uh, we have 7,000 people move into Sioux Falls each year. Well, that increases the rent for the rest of us. And it's almost going to be to a point of uh, it could get to where it's unaffordable to live in Sioux Falls. Uh, they say there's uh, low-income housing, but even the low-income housing isn't that low. Um, Sioux Falls housing was developed to uh, help seniors be able to live under Social Security, but now with all of the immigration, uh, there's a five-year waiting list. The seniors are kind of left out in the cold. So, you, you know, what are some of the, uh, the ideas that you, you talk about down at the, at the house? Yeah, I mean, it kind of echoes back to that sentiment that you were saying before that a lot of these individuals had good jobs. They, you know, I, I've only been there a year, but the stories I've heard, it really can happen to anyone. There's a dad who stayed there. He was making $60,000 as a car dealer. Um, and then the housing just rose to where him and his four kids, they just couldn't afford it. So it's almost like four kids, you know, you can't even afford to go to McDonald's anymore. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's something that's affecting everyone. Um, and that rising house cost is only exacerbating the problem. Um, and we are seeing more and more people um, in need of our shelter and services every single year. The Bishop Dudley House, talking to Jenny Palmer, Development Marketing Manager, uh, emergency nighttime shelter, separate sleeping areas for men, women, and families. Shelter from the weather, uh, winter, I would imagine, especially supervised outdoor recreation areas. You have a lunch Monday through Friday, weekends at 3.30. Mental health counseling, because a lot of this is dealing, well, if you're homeless, you're almost depressed to the point that you're you're in a mental health issue um, in itself, uh, and you have addiction counseling. Of course, uh, drugs is a big problem, even in my um apartment complex we just had to uh evict a guy that we found out was a you know a, a well-known drug dealer we didn't know that um and you know we thought we were pretty safe in the place that that i live um addiction is is one thing but mental health is another isn't it yes absolutely i think a lot of times people see the effects of homelessness as the cause of homelessness so they assume a person may be homeless because they have you know maybe choose to use drugs or something like that whereas that may have been a result of lots of trauma or of them becoming homelessness in the first place Um, but there is definitely a lot of trauma and that is really how we try to approach it with just recognizing their dignity kind of giving them a chance to tell their own story and kind of taking a shared accountability case management approach and kind of letting them set their own goals and having that shared accountability but giving them um, a little bit of their power back and kind of letting them do that but yes, I agree that a lot of times, like I said, people see some of the things when they drive by the Bishop Dudley, and a lot of those are effects of them being homeless, not causes. And I think a lot of the people who drive by the Bishop Dudley may see those people who are laying out front, um, and we try to invite them in all the time. Um, but if you come in the doors, you see so many good things happening in there. People are deciding every single day to change their lives, and whether that is through something small, like deciding to meet with behavioral health, or that. That's a bigger decision, like filling out applications or getting a payee and deciding to lose some of that control over their money. There are good decisions and little successes that we really have to take time to celebrate every day within those walls. We're seeing the effects of some of these problems, especially the the addiction. 
uh, throughout the city now. Um, this particular drug dealer in, in my apartment, uh, the problem wasn't so much him. He kept a low profile. But it was all the people trying to get to see him. Uh, they started stealing the packages out of the mail room. They started, uh, uh, you know, we had to have three ushered by the police. Uh, police ushered three of them out of the building a couple of weeks ago, that type of thing. Um, it's becoming more and more of an issue. I hope it doesn't get like New York and L.A., but uh, usually as L.A. or California goes, a lot of times, you know, it ends up happening in, in, in our city. Uh, so really, you're part of the solution. Um, and you're saving tax dollars for the city and the county quite a bit, too. You, you might say, you know, first of all, you're, you're serving the, the needs but you're saving the county. I mean, a lot of these people would end up, uh, you know, uh, faking going drop. You know, they fake falling down the stairs so that they get an ambulance ride to the, you know, a, a free, warm place at city jail or whichever. Um, you have a pretty good staff, don't you? We have a fantastic group of. We have a fantastic staff at the Bishop Dudley. Um, many of them have been there. We have. 20 plus years um, back when the Good Shepherd, they stayed on with us when we transitioned to the Bishop Dudley. But we do have a very good staff that is dedicated to our mission, understand where we're coming from and why it is that we do what we do and are very good. And they are able to build relationships with these guests. They kind of know the guests and can understand why it is that these guests may sometimes do what they do. But we have a very capable staff um, that is informed and is able to really handle handle crisis and escalation in a very respectful and dignified way. A lot of people don't remember or realize that uh, when Sioux Falls first started back in the 1880s, whichever, we had a choice between a university and a penitentiary, and we chose a penitentiary because we knew it would be immediate jobs <laughs> and be filled immediately. Uh, but a lot of these people, when they do get out of the penitentiary, they have a hard time also and end up on the streets and I'm sorry to say, end up, uh, if they get back in with their old friends, end up back on the hill again. Uh, homelessness uh, is a lot more than, than just uh, uh, what you see in the movies. Yes, there are a lot of added barriers, um, invisible barriers that we don't see, and those can include, you know, if they did make bad choices and ended up with a record, it's another barrier that they have to um, overcome even after getting out of prison and trying to just reintegrate back into their lives. They're going to see that there are even more additional challenges than before they went in. So it's just one more barrier that they have to overcome. Jenny Palmer, Development Marketing Manager, Bishop Dudley Hospitality House. Uh, your mission statement is to fulfill the gospel call to love our neighbors as ourselves by recognizing the God-given dignity of each person and providing essential life services to those in need and that's what Bishop Dudley, I think, was uh, pretty much the New Testament, wasn't he? Yeah, absolutely. It was kind of that recognizing that these individuals, it's not us versus them. They're not the other. They are just as complicated and emotional and have all the needs that we do. Um, and kind of just recognizing that they are children of God and they still deserve to come in, have a place to sleep, have a place to eat, um, and kind of have those resources made available to them. Well, the one thing that is good, you're within walking distance of the banquet and several agencies that provide programs for the needy in Sioux Falls. Uh, I'm reading again from your website here. Uh, supporting the proven plan to work in partnership with the existing agencies to coordinate many services under a single roof. Uh, on the path to 
um, being able to to you know get out of that uh, downward spiral. What what is the options that people have? Yeah, so we work with a number of agencies throughout Sioux Falls. We recognize that it takes a collaborative approach, and it's a takes little a simpler than it takes does a take a village. Like I said, a little simpler than, a little more complicated than just those three simple steps. Um, so we have really worked to foster some partnerships and relationships across Sioux Falls, and we've also worked to bring them into our shelter to make it as easy as possible. So we have worked with Southeastern Behavioral Health comes in. Um, we have a couple, few medical clinics every single week. We have a couple churches that come in and offer some spiritual guidance. Um, and then we have a barber that comes in, and we also refer people to the Carroll Institute of Aero Behavioral Services, the Lane. I mean, just a number of agencies all around that we have partnered with um, that we intentionally try to bring into our shelter and offer all the services that our guests may need. I, I don't, I'm trying to think, there, there really isn't a, a place for a public bathroom downtown, is there? I mean, think about it. Uh, I mean, the grocery stores don't anymore. I mean, they have problems. Anyone who used to have a public bathroom has gotten away from that. I don't, you know, really, there really isn't one. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, you or I would probably be able to walk at about just any gas station and mm-hmm. walk right in the bathroom. But for a lot of these individuals, they are not given that. Dignity, we don't have any gas so. stations downtown. You're correct. Yeah, there's really no park bathrooms or other places where they may be able to stop in. Well, you know, there's a few, you know, like I say, the, the convenience stores, uh, but not that, you know, downtown, you have to get, go a little ways to yeah. uh, to even find that. And that's you open doors to dignity. I mean, the laundry, the restrooms, the showers. Um, it, it's, you know, truckers need that. But uh, there's something about being able to wash away, you know, the the uh, troubles uh, mentally, even, uh, to clean, uh, you know. Where does, does your funding come from? Yeah, so we are mainly funded by individuals and businesses. Um, so 80 plus percent of our dollars comes just from individuals and businesses and the Sioux Falls community is very generous in answering that call. Um, but it costs about $2 million to run the Bishop Dudley. So that's about $5,000 every day to keep our doors open and make sure those people do have a place to come, get that shower, get that take a break, kind of have access to those resources and get that shelter that they need. $5,000 a day, again, saving tax dollars, uh, on the other hand, um, you use volunteers. And I, I, you, I, you have one thing here where you have stories and updates, you get involved. Um, you have community service hours. People can, you know, use if they have, if they're assigned community service hours, they can do it at the Dudley House, right? Yeah, absolutely. We are always looking for volunteers. Um, We have a great group of churches and businesses and families that come in regularly, but we are always looking for volunteers to come in, serve a lunch with our guests, spend a little time in our shelter, and like I said, just come in, come inside our doors and see all that we have going on at the Bishop Dudley because you will be surprised, and it's a lot of good things. Now, I think a year ago, I think uh, you had a a lot of the uh, known people in Sioux Falls spend a night in the Dudley House. Vernon Brown wrote a very nice uh, uh, letter that's on your website about that. Uh, it is kind of, um, it opens eyes when you actually get a chance to try and put yourself in the shoes. 
Yeah, absolutely. So every fall, we invite community leaders to come and just spend a night in our parking lot to learn a little bit more about our mission, as well as to hear from some of our guests. And I think really hearing those stories from the individuals is extremely impactful for a lot of them and to realize kind of all the things the Bishop Dudley does and kind of see it at night and what is all going down there. So it's a very impact event, impactful event. We have one coming up on October 19th. We will be doing the sleep out again and having some community leaders stay out in our parking lot. And we just kind of use that as an opportunity to spread a little bit of awareness of everything that these homeless people are going through, hear some of their stories and get the word out there of, you know, what they may have to sleep in and stay outside if the Bishop Dudley wasn't there for them to come into. Well, you you have employment opportunities too, right? Yes, absolutely. Um, So we have a staff of about 30. 30? Um, Yep. Wow. 30 individuals. So like I said, our staff does a lot. And for the number of people that we serve every year, which is 1,700, it's about 30 individuals that we keep that staffed. Well, the fact that you have to have 30 staff in Sioux Falls now says says something in itself. Um, but volunteers, there's people out there that say, you know, I, I, you know, they retire and they don't have anything to do and they don't have any meaning when they get up in the morning. They can, what can they do to volunteer? Yeah, absolutely. So we have a number of volunteer opportunities. Um, so one of the favorites is serving lunch. So if you have a group of friends or if you want to just do it, we have a number of retired individuals that just come in a couple times a week and spend some time in the kitchen um, serving those lunches. We also have guests or volunteers that sit at our front desk um, and kind of get to know our guests and just kind of help our staff during the day take care of everything um, and then check in as well. We close for an hour at night for our guests to go and eat dinner at the banquet. Um, And we always are needing help when we welcome those guests back in and check them in. We only have so much room. Um, I'm sure there's times we have to turn people away. That can't be easy either. Yes, it is. We have 80 beds for men and 20 beds for women. So 100 beds sounds like a lot, but those fill up very quickly, um, especially in the winter. We reach our capacity just about every single night in the winter. Now, why four times men are homeless? Yeah, so I think um, about 70 to 80 percent, depending on the statistic of the homeless, of homelessness, About 70 to 80 percent, depending on the statistic you hear, of the homeless individuals are men. Um, And I think that is for a variety of reasons. Um, There is generally a little bit more resources for women, um, whether that is from their own family or just in a city. There's generally more resources geared towards women and kind of, as you mentioned, a lot of homelessness, a lot of homeless individuals are vets and those are majority men so that also kind of contributes to the fact that about 70 percent of individuals that are homeless are men talking to jenny palmer bishop dudley development marketing manager uh, at the bishop dudley hospitality house uh Suppose used to have <clears throat> a uh a shanty shack uh hobo town you might say uh, actually it was down by the Sioux Falls falls back in in the old days in fact they used to have what they called a county poorhouse. Uh, used to be able to see it from the Interstate uh, 229, where it was a farm where people, uh, men especially, uh, if they didn't have any place to go, they could go work on this farm. 
and it wasn't such a bad idea because they had the self-esteem of being able to get out and and actually physically you know accomplish something whether with you know whether it's hoeing or plowing or, or whichever you know weeding or whichever um that wasn't such a bad idea uh maybe that's something that uh, uh people could think about uh in in the future yeah, kind of going back to what you said, that more and more people are moving to Sioux Falls and we are seeing more and more need for these services. I definitely think that, you know, kind of taking that approach would be a fantastic opportunity. And I think there are already individuals in Sioux Falls who would thrive from that opportunity and could very quickly benefit from having those Well, chances. you have families, you have children, diapers can be $50, um, do you have a needs list? Yes, absolutely. So kind of if you go on our website, um, we have a needs list on there. But if you want the most up to date, there is a link to our Amazon wish list on that website. And that is what we keep the most updated. And it's also probably the easiest for our donors and generous volunteers to go on there. And if you order it off there, it'll ship right to our shelter and it'll fill all those needs that we have all every day. Many times people don't realize if they donate uh, funds, you can get more from those funds than they would to go buy things to give to you. Uh, but you have laundry, so I imagine soap, uh, you know, those type of things, uh, shower, uh, weather coming up, I imagine uh, winter clothing uh, would be another thing, blankets, I suppose. Um, don't need blankets? Okay, you got plenty of blankets. But, uh, you know, even like somebody getting out of the prison and they're on the street, even the bicycle. Uh, when you think about it, uh, uh, can get them a job. The bus service, I have to say, is pretty good in Sioux Falls. You're not far from a, from a bus service. Uh, you can get around town pretty good if you, if you read all the, the, the bus maps and that type of thing. Uh, and it's free for the vet, veterans, by the chance. Uh, that's one thing Sioux Falls did, I think, that was we can thank them. Uh, nobody asked them to do that, but they went ahead and said, okay, veterans can ride the bus for free, and it goes right to the VA. What... Would your magic wand be, Jenny, if you were to wave it and say, this is what I'd like to have uh, in the future? Well, you know, you have it exactly right, John. With those funds, we can purchase a lot of those things that we need. Um, but I know a lot of people are called to give products that they know will go directly to the guests. Um, so um, kind of echoing back to that, things that we run out very often include um, underwear, razors, deodorant, um, and we also partner with quite a few agencies around town. Um, we don't accept clothing donations because they can get those over at UGM um, and they can get bikes at the Center of Hope, but just mainly kind of all those smaller things that you have in your bathroom and kitchen at home that you don't even think about needing, razors, deodorant, underwear, nail clippers, um, some of those smaller items that we have hundreds of individuals living at our shelter, so we go through those smaller hygiene items pretty quickly. One thing about Sioux Falls, and I can say this without even asking, is that I'm sure a lot of churches work with you. Yes, absolutely. We are very lucky to have the support of a number of churches across the community that will show up and they will come and serve a meal, sponsor a meal. They will do a collection at their own church. They will pray for us. Um, all these things are very necessary and needed, but the churches have been extremely generous um, and are a vital part of our mission. Again, Jenny Palmer, uh, Development Marketing Manager, uh, Bishop Dudley House. The... Uh, a lot of people say not in my backyard, but when you think of the things that you accomplished, what are some of the stories that you personally have seen that makes this all worthwhile? 
I think just when these people start to lay down some of their past and focus on the future and just the excitement that they get over something simple, such as getting a new ID or putting in that housing application, um, it's really important to stop and celebrate that. But I have seen um, dozens of people transition over the past year, um, probably up to a hundred plus just since I've been there. Um, so, you know, we had a family in there. She had five kids. So, wow. yep. So she left for a family emergency um, in another state. She came back, figured, you know what? I have a job here. I have some money saved up. I'll be able to move back in. And when she got back to Sioux Falls, there was a housing crisis and she can afford rent anymore. So she came um, and stayed with us. So we worked with an organization to get her kids into daycare so she could get a job and start saving up. And they moved just down the block from us. So they're still pretty close and they'll still come and visit us. Um, but just kind of allowing her to take those steps and rest her bones a little bit before we figure out. Where are you do. at? So we are located at 101 North Indiana, um, so just east of downtown Sioux Falls, kind of right across, right when you go across the bridge, we are right in that area, right by the Banquet and Union Gospel Mission. And they can look you up on, on just Google again, the website, Jenny Palmer, uh, Bishop Dudley Hospitality House uh, Development Marketing Manager. Thank you for being with us on Forum. Thank you so much, John, for having me in and for letting me talk a little bit more about the Bishop Dudley Hospitality House and everything we do for Sioux Falls.